As the official healthcare provider of Minnesota United, Alina Health is focused on keeping our loons in top condition. And with expertise in orthopedics, sports medicine, heart care, and more, Alina has the team to keep your family in the game too. The experts at Alina Health take the time to get to know you as a whole person, helping you achieve wellness for your mind, body, and spirit. It's an altogether better kind of healthcare. Learn more at alinahealth.org. Hello there and welcome to The Sound of the Loons, presented by Alina Health. Callum Williams here, delighted to be back with you, stepping in for a regular host and a football commentator that now finds herself down under. Kindred D. St. Orwin, for those unaware, is a part of the Women's World Cup commentary team with Fox, so she'll be away uh, for a couple of weeks, meaning people like myself and several other recognisable voices around the Twin Cities will be stepping in to host the Sound of the Loons podcast. So today, we've got a really intriguing show ahead for you. Uh, first and foremost, we'll be joined uh, by Sean Buckley, a name that you'll be familiar with through previous iterations of this podcast. We'll get to him shortly. And later on in the show, we'll be joined by Temu Puki, the latest designated player of Minnesota United. First and foremost, though, uh, Sean Buckley, uh, head fitness trainer for Minnesota United, uh, fitness guru, I think it's safe to say, is probably a more uh, appropriate way of describing Mr. Buckley. Um, for those unaware, is uh, a Liga MX is extraordinaire. Spent 18 years in Mexico City working uh, with the likes of Cruz Azul, uh, Mazatlan, Lobos Buap, and several other uh, teams in Liga MX. So we kind of thought, with League's Cup around the corner, he is the perfect guest to help us preview the forthcoming tournament, which Minnesota United, of course, will partake in over the course of the next month or so in a group containing Chicago Fire and Puebla of Liga MX. Sean Buckley, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you, sir. Very good. Good to see you. Likewise. Thank you very much for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. Um, so before we get into all things Mexican football and your area of expertise, let's move on to another area of your expertise and the season so far, Minnesota United, uh, before we talk about individuals that have worked their way back in and new players, because I am intrigued to hear how some of the new players are getting on. Uh, talk me through the process of, of this campaign so far uh, and what your assessment of it is. Yeah, obviously we've had uh, challenges starting from preseason. We know, you know, situation of, you know, not having uh, arguably our best player available from the very beginning. I'm very happy that we... Uh, have him uh, clicking on all cylinders now quite quite clearly as we watch him play so very happy about that and I think that's helped that's helped our performance quite a bit um, we have like you said the new players that have come in and I'm very excited I look out today and I see you know more bodies than we've had on the on the training pitch and more guys on the bench that I've seen all season so that's that's exciting and for Adrian to have and his staff to have more options than they typically have, I think is only going to help us. So let's focus on some of those players that have returned 
to fitness over the course of the last couple of months. But we'll start with the obvious one, shall we? You and I had a conversation uh, when I did Minnesota at Portland Timbers a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago now. It's it's all sort of meshing into one blur. Um, Emmanuel Reynoso uh, had just returned to the country and you and I sat down and had a bite to eat. We might have had a glass of wine or two as well. Um, and you had said to me that you thought he was still a long way away from being readily available and the Emmanuel Reynoso that we all knew. And much to everybody's surprise, he's turned himself around awfully quickly. So talk to me about that process and how you got him ready for first-team football so quickly. Yeah, I think it all starts with 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 him. It all starts with, with Ray coming in. I, I think missing the game so much, missing being around his teammates, the competition of it. Uh, I've... You know, I, I was in contact with him all last year uh, when he was here, and I've never seen him as motivated as I see him right now. I mean, with, with everything, with playing, with fitness, uh, with doing extra work, and it, it it obviously shows. So when he came in, when he came back, uh, he agreed. We did double sessions with him six days a week uh, for the better part of four to five weeks. My, my intention was that by six weeks that we could, you know, see him in the lineup. I think we were uh, closer to four weeks uh, by week six. I think he I don't know if he came in as a sub or was already starting. And, and that's fantastic. And his performances to me have been have been unbelievable. And from from being able to be selected in the squad to now, I think he's even continued to improve. He's, you know, the one guy similar to like a Fragapane who's uh, looking for extra work every day, looking for additional ways he can improve. Uh, he's coming in after training. He's coming in on optional days and it shows he's obviously he's kept his he, he came in significantly underweight. He's gained some weight back, mus, muscle weight, but he's still much leaner than he's been in the past. And I think it helps him quite a bit to be, you know, that much more lighter. And we're just going to continue to work with him. And, and it, it, to me, all the credit to Ray for the motivation to get back and the motivation to push himself for, for even more. I, I, I see him driven uh, for, 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 for bigger and better things for the team, for him personally, professionally. What's it like for you in that situation, Sean, as the man who is in charge of, of the health of these players, when you see Emmanuel Reynoso coming into the fray, when, when he's needed, no doubt, um, and you're not entirely sure that he's quite ready yet, but needs must in that situation. How, how nerve-wracking was that for you? The, quite a bit. My whole, my, 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 uh, sort of my entire preoccupation was for him not to get injured. Please just don't get injured. Don't get injured. I mean, six months off, regardless of being young, is, is a lot of time off. And so far, so good. Uh, he has, you know, stayed injury free. He's been available for every game since. And it's just been a breath of fresh air for us. And I just, I mean, just, until the season's over, I'm just going to keep crossing my fingers that, you know, this time off doesn't equate to, to any, you know, significant muscular injuries. And I think, like I said, his motivation to be in the gym, to work out, to do extra, extra work is only going to help that. That's really good to hear that he's really motivated. That That's exceptional to hear because we all know uh, a very good Emmanuel Reynoso means only good things for Minnesota United. Um, talk to me about then some of the new players that have come in and where they are from a fitness point of view. Uh, Temu Puki, we mentioned, arrived at the club several weeks ago. Uh, Ishmael Tajuri Shradi, after a spell in Cyprus, a, a name that is... Uh, familiar with a lot of people in Major League Soccer, spent time with New York City FC, won MLS Cup there, 
Um, also had a short spell with New England Revolution. Um, Ethan Bristow as well, another player that's been announced by the club recently, coming in from uh, Tranmere Rovers in the UK. Where are they all at the moment in terms yeah. of fitness and sharpness? Yeah, I mean, compared to our guys, obviously they weren't uh, they weren't playing you know that recently. Uh, the most recent was was Izzy. It had only been a few weeks since he had played his his last game in in Cyprus. So I think his you know conditioning was was probably you know a little little sharper compared to everyone else's. But he had some injuries in the past that we really wanted to focus in on making sure that that those injuries don't come back, that we give him the intention he needs uh, to try to reduce any risk of re-injury. Uh, so I felt very good with his fitness. Uh, Temu as well, he had uh, been on vacation, back with the national team, on a break again. So he wasn't you know completely out of shape, out of rhythm, but you know, to his own admission, he's still, you know, you know, maybe half step, step behind our team who now we're a number of months into a, into a year long campaign. But uh, I'm very confident, especially with, with the minutes and he's getting that his fitness is going to jump, jump right back. And the other one, uh, interesting, uh, Ethan, I think he's the one that had a little longer time off. He had been in a, a preseason in, in England for, for right. three weeks. So he was just starting to sort of get back into it, ramp it up. And so this is a player that we're given uh, extra attention to post-training to make sure that we can get him caught up as quickly as possible. Good to hear. Um, okay, let's now focus on the reason we're doing this podcast, shall we, and the forthcoming tournament, Leaked Cup. For those who are unaware, um, we have done a podcast with Sean Buckley in the past, which went into his past and his experience with Mexican football. But for those that I've yet to hear that podcast, Sean, and are perhaps unaware of you. Give us a brief synopsis of your career and why you are so experienced with Mexican football. Well, uh, well, starting back when I was a significantly younger man, went down to, uh, was fortunate enough, a series of events led me to a position with Cruz Azul, which is in Mexico City, very big club, very important club, uh, where I spent uh, the better part of 18 years. Uh, working for this organization, uh, basically starting from the bottom, kind of working my way up, um, working with young players up to, you know, up to the first, the first team and typically all in the same day, young kids, first division players, uh, kind of ran the gamut on everything that I did at Cruz Azul, developed their infrastructure, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, their current performance center, their gym. And then make a, made a move after that when I went with a coaching staff to Pumas, another big club, also there in Mexico City. Uh, was there on a coaching staff for a year and a half. Uh, from there, went to Lobos Wap, like you said, which is in the city of Puebla. So I have some familiarity with the city of Puebla and also uh, Puebla FC, the team that we're gonna that we're gonna face. And uh, and most recently, 2020, very brief. A uh, very brief encounter, very brief job with uh, with Mazatlan, also first division Mexican club. So all in all, I lived there for the better part of 23 years, uh, primarily Mexico City, Puebla, and briefly in Mazatlan. Incredible. Uh, not many can say they have that on their resume. It's very, very impressive. So um, talk to me then uh, about Puebla and what sort of an opponent are, are Minnesota United expected to to face um, at the moment, 0-1 and 2 um, in this season's uh, Apertura. Just three games in to the season, by the way, for those who are wondering. 
uh, what sort of opponents are Minnesota United likely to face? Well, I, I also looked at the league table. I know they've only played a few games, uh, but the fact that they're in, you know, second to last place uh, is probably a bit deceiving. Uh, certainly they're not, uh, you know, they're not as poor as that, nor is probably Cruz Azul at last place. <laughs> so I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be interested in playing either of those teams uh, thinking that that's, that's the level of their play. Now, something that's um, an interesting dynamic, it, you know, whether people know or not, is in Mexico, the stability uh, for head coaches is, uh, is not great. It's not great. So uh, you could be doing not well in the leagues, which is this case Puebla. And I would be very concerned with Puebla and the fact that their coach is going to want to show uh, results. And if the results come in, you know, by way of League's Cup, so be it. Uh, because, you know, typically coaches don't last but four, five, six months. I think the average is maybe seven months, right? So they're going to take this very serious. I think we have, we're going to have our hands full. Uh, the coach for sure is going to want to get results in this, in this tournament. So that's something to me to be very concerned about. Yeah, um, Eduardo Arce is the, the man in charge of Puebla now. Um, he took over last year. Um, he was the assistant manager for some time. Uh, as you say, this does feel like an audition period for him. Uh, some really good players that he has to work with as well. Uh, Manguel, the Argentine, I think is exceptional, the number 10. Um, Velasco as well, the Colombian, I think could cause real problems for Minnesota United. How are the Minnesota United players approaching this? Because this is new for everybody, Sean. No one really knows what to expect yet. Yeah, very new, very new. I've had, I fielded a number of questions from the players. How, how do I think we're going to do against them? Uh, I think we're going to, we're going to do very well against, against them. Like I say, it's going to be very challenging. Our guys need to take it very serious, but you know, for the most part, uh, MLS players are going to take it serious because there is sort of this cloud that hangs over where uh, this cloud of sort of superiority uh, by, by Liga MX where it's, typically been considered a higher, a higher level league. Uh, and, you know, our guys, as well as all the other MLS teams are going to want to prove that that's, that's just not the case. Yeah, Andre Pierre-Gignac of Tigres made that point again several mm -hmm. weeks ago, saying that he, he still believes Liga MX is better than Major League Soccer. We'll wait and see, won't we? Because this is now the ultimate test, because for the very first time, it's not just going to be a Pachuca versus LAFC or a Seattle versus a Monterrey. It's going to be... Uh, Minnesota versus Puebla, it's going to be uh, St. Louis uh, versus uh, Club America, it's going to be Austin versus Mazatlan. This is um, an exciting time for, for football in North America, Sean. We've never seen anything like this before. As somebody who has the experience in this region that you do, how excited are you for this tournament? Oh, I'm, ex I'm extremely excited. Obviously, I want us to go through. I want to see some of these other teams. Uh, I know players on a significant uh, uh, amount of the teams as well as staff members. And I would like to see them, you know, here on, uh, on, uh, on our territory, uh, meet up with some of these people and, 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 and kind of see how we do. Now, it's interesting, uh, before we got on here about an hour ago, we ran a gym session downstairs. But before that, I called a, called a buddy of mine who's basically my counterpart. Uh, his name is Paolo Pacione, who works for uh, Rayados Monterrey, who has gone from America, has now gone with Tano Ortiz to Monterrey. So he's the head of performance for them. Very good friend of mine. Years ago, he worked at Montreal Impact. He's 
been in America the last few years. And just to kind of take the temperature with him, I said, how serious are you guys taking it? How serious do you think the other teams are taking it based off, you know, what you've seen, what you've heard? Give me some of your insights that, you know, you're, you're the one that's there now. It's been a couple of years, uh, I guess maybe two, almost three years since I haven't been there. And he had some good insights. Uh, he, um, he says from a sporting side, it's going to be very interesting, kind of like we talked about, where MLS players are going to sort of gauge themselves and they're going to see that the, the gap between the two leagues is narrowing, right? And on the other side, League MX players are going to say, whoa, this is, uh, this is pretty cool. The, these stadiums are nice. Um, the level is high. And MLS is no longer a retirement league. This is this may be a place I want to go. You know, this may be a place where I want to have my family play, uh, move where I play. Uh, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, he also said it's also going to be a, a nice gauge for uh, on uh, for the sporting side of League MX clubs to come here to see the infrastructure that uh, the MLS clubs have and start to aspire to it. If they don't want to be left behind on this continent. Uh, which may be inevitable anyway, if they want to, you know, kind of keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, uh, they need to get it in gear. They need to invest in infrastructure. They need to, you know, some clubs need to organize, organize a little better. So I, I thought that was uh, some, 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 some pretty good insights. Obviously the commercial side for both, for both leagues, for both organizations is extremely important as well. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just one or two more, Sean, before we let you go, we know you've got a very busy day ahead. Um, you mentioned, obviously, your connections to Cruz Azul. Now, I'm sure the opening day of this tournament will be of particular interest to you because Cruz Azul, for those unaware, will be facing off against Inter Miami. And in case you've been living under a rock, um, you will have seen, of course, uh, that Lionel Messi is now the latest superstar to join Major League Soccer and indeed will be plying his trade with Inter Miami. Uh, what sort of conversations have you had with people down at Cruz Azul? Because the expectation is that Lionel Messi is going to debut against them. Yeah, correct, correct. And I, uh, interestingly enough, this is going to be this is the first year since 2016 that I don't have any former players on the team. Interestingly enough, which is when I when I left the organization, staff members, yes, uh, and I know they're over the moon with the possibility of being, you know, in such close proximity to be able to, you know, uh, play against a team that has, you know, arguably the best player in in history playing for it. So. You know, whoever's going to come against up against Inter Miami, uh, they're in for a treat, no question. And 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 a professional experience, you know, which would be our case if we were to at some point uh, play against Inter Miami. Uh, amazing professional experience, as was you know my experience last year with uh, the MLS All Stars. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, Sean, but I'll help you because, uh, and you're going to hate me for saying this. Um, my prediction to win the whole tournament is Club America. Um, and I know you're going to snarl and not be very happy with me there. But um, given your expertise, where do your eyes focus here on who do you think is going to perhaps lift the trophy for the first time ever? And, and are, are there any other teams that perhaps people aren't necessarily talking about that you think people should keep an eye on? Yeah, well, I uh, it, at no point can I ever rule out any Tigres team. At, at, at any time, I just uh, I've been in too many games with a lot of these same players that continue to be there: Guignac, Pizarro, uh, other players that continue to be, and they are 
they are to be reckoned with. It's they're they're tough. I mean, I don't put anything past these guys. I always have Tigres is one of my top. Whether it's the league, whether it's Concacaf, whether it's any competition, they're to me they're sort of that team that's out there that uh, I would, if I was a betting man, would always put money on. Wonderful. Uh, as always, Sean, look, thank you so much for the time and the incredible insights to football in this region. We really, really appreciate it. Stay with us on Sound of the Loons. Next up, we'll hear from the latest designated player from Minnesota United, Temu Puki. The newest chapter in the rivalry between MLS and League MX is coming to Minnesota this summer. The 2023 Leagues Cup arrives at Allianz Field July 23rd when the Loons take on Club Puebla in their first group stage match. Just three days later, a date with Chicago Fire will wrap up MNUFC's group play. For more details on this new competition or to secure your tickets before they're gone, visit MNUFC.com today. And a very warm welcome back to the Sound of the Loons podcast presented by Alina Health. Now then, recently, the newest Minnesota United centre forward, Temu Puki, joined in conversation with several lucky season ticket members. Here is how that conversation went. Hello there, and welcome to this very special season ticket member only Q&A with Minnesota United's new designated player, Temu Puki. Uh, I'm Callum Williams of Apple TV, formerly of Minnesota United. Delighted to have you here with us today. And thanks very much for having me and Temu as part of your afternoon. Um, so some housekeeping rules here. Um, you may notice on this Zoom call, you have a Q&A box at the top of the screen. Now, to my knowledge, if you click on that, you can type a question. And myself and Temu will do our very, very best to answer any questions you have. We also have a litany of questions that are coming from you, the season ticket members, over the course of the last few days as well. So whilst myself and Temu have a conversation, we'll also try our very best to get to your questions as well. So, first and foremost, it is my pleasure and honour to welcome to the Minnesota United Zoom, Temu Puki. Uh, how are you? Oh, good. A uh, bit tired. It was a tough, tough day at the office, but... Uh... But yeah, all good. Happy to be here and ha happy to to see see some some fans here as well and listening. So wonderful. Yes, everybody's very very excited to have a conversation with you. Before we get going, I have a conversation. So uh, I have a question rather, which is is really going to help me uh, from from my job perspective. Now I have a lot of um, I have a handful of friends back in the UK that are also football commentators, and for years they've been calling you Timu Puki. Yeah. So my understanding, your name is pronounced Temu Puki. Help me out here. How do you want us to say it? Uh, you did a pretty, pretty pretty good job, so uh, I prefer that. But in the end, I don't I don't mind whatever they call me. Uh, I know it's a bit hard hard for. Especially English English people to pronounce my name in a Finnish way, but but I'm I'm happy happy for whatever. But you did you did well. So I will always say I'm going to go with however you say it. So <laughs> say your name to us, so also the season ticket members can pronounce your name the right way as well. 
Yeah, so in Finnish way, it's uh, Teemu Pukki. Teemu Pukki. Okay, yes. I'd like everybody, we, we, we can't see the season ticket members at the moment, but I'd like everybody just for a second just to practice that. Teemu Pukki. <laughs> Teemu Pukki. It's not difficult. I think we as English-speaking uh, people uh, and an English-speaking country, at times we just don't pay attention to stuff like this. And honestly, Teemu, it really, really annoys me. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. From now on, everybody will say your name the right way. Um, first and foremost, then, um, how are things going? Are you enjoying life in Minnesota so far? How, how have the first few weeks been? Uh, it's It's been busy, uh, obviously. Uh, already three games uh, and and many, many trainings. So I haven't had too much time to to explore Minnesota, Minneapolis or Minnesota yet, but uh, I've enjoyed so enjoyed it. It was good to I had a had a small break in the summer without football. So it was good to get to work straight away, and uh, and uh, it's been good good first couple of weeks. Um, bless you. I uh, am interested to understand your reasonings for coming to Major League Soccer in Minnesota United. because And correct me if I'm wrong here, Damu, but to my knowledge, from my sources and people I know, you had an opportunity to stay at Norwich City and there was also interest elsewhere around the globe. So, so why Major League Soccer and why Minnesota United? Yeah, yeah, it was great, great five years in, in Norwich. Uh, I really enjoyed my time there and uh, had have wonderful full memories uh, from, from my time there. But really felt that I, I need to ex- experience something different. Uh, and uh, it was already last last couple of years, I would say, I always thought that it would be a nice experience to go, go to MLS, to come to US and, uh, and, and after, after the long season, obviously the agent and the club, uh, they were negotiating for, for some time, but I was there. Uh, had good good talks with the Adrian and and Mark uh, over Zoom uh, on my holiday and uh, and and of course spoke with Robin Robin many times uh, uh, we we good friends from quite a long time now so so I knew where I'm coming and uh, what kind of football we play here and I I think the football uh, Minnesota is playing uh, suits me really well and uh, I believe uh, I, again enjoy football football again it was a tough last year uh, the the last season with norwich and uh, football was not always fun so so there was something i really really looking forward to start enjoying football and uh, and and making it fun again and uh, like that's the way to get best best out of me uh, when uh, when the football is fun what were those, if you don't mind sharing, what were those conversations like, first and foremost, with Robin Lutz, but then also with Adrian Heath and Mark Watson? Yeah, actually, Robin, uh, I think it's already a couple of years back when he, he first said that the Minnesota are, are interested in, but it was not the, not the time uh, then. Uh, it was uh, too early. We were in a, I think we were in the Premier League at the time and uh, really, really had... had Everything going well over there, and uh, and fighting, fighting for staying in the Premier League. But yeah, now of course this summer we spoke a bit more, and uh, and he explained uh, and told me about the city, about the team, and uh, and and 
I think that tells everything. They really, they have enjoyed the, their time in Minnesota so much. Uh, and and obviously Robin's wife as well. She spoke with my wife uh, and uh, and told all the good things about uh, about the city and uh, and they did good work praising praising for everything what's going on here and uh, and and yeah that that was pretty much with Robin uh, and uh, with the Adrian and Mark we had a had a short Zoom call. Uh, they 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 are basically explained why they want me here and what kind of football Minnesota are playing and uh, told me about the, the facilities here, about the, the city, about the stadium. And uh, so it was a good, good talk. After that, uh, I felt felt uh, it could be a good option. Didn't make any decisions back then yet, but it was uh, good to good to know what's going on here. And uh, before before I had to had to do the decision or where, where I will uh, play next. I think, Demu, sometimes people forget about the human being side of football and people just see players moving all over the place, coaches moving all over the place. And it's very easy to forget that you are actually a human being. So with, with that in mind, how much did the, the facilities, but, but also simply the fact of, of living somewhere that is so wonderful like Minnesota, how, how much did that play its part in your decision? Yeah, obviously a big thing. Uh, I have two two daughters as well, and uh, uh, growing fast. So it was, uh, I think the language first of all, they've been in in school and uh, nursery in in England, so they know the language already. So, so that was a big thing to to come a place where where they can keep improving their English English language, and uh, and obviously wanted to like have a good good city as well where to live and and. And the fact Robin, Yanni, uh, and their daughter, she's I think she's between ours age-wise. Uh, so it's uh, it's nice to nice to have friends and uh, and especially for the for the families when when we're away for for games. So they have uh, they have company here as well, and they can do do stuff uh, uh, with the with close friends of ours. So so that was uh, one big thing as well. Um. I, I know you've already briefly answered, but I'm curious to understand um, when, when you go uh, and you have some time off, have you and your family been able to spend some time with, with Robin and his family and explore the city and explore Minnesota a little bit? Uh, my, my family, they are still in, in Finland, so they're, they're okay. on, on their way here probably next week or, or week after that. So So... But I've been uh, I've been sleeping in in Robin's house actually for the last uh, <laughs> so I spent couple couple nights in in hotel but then uh, then Robin Robin and Janni and, and they came from from the break in Finland and uh, they took me in uh, they they've been taking good care of me and uh, so so for sure when when my family will come here they will uh, we will uh, for sure spend spend loads of time with them and 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 let let the kids kids play play with each other a lot. Now now you you've got me wondering what is Robin Lud like as a housemate? I'm curious. <laughs> ah, he's been a uh, class. It's been uh, easy to be with them. They they've really really been taking care of me. Uh, there's uh, good food food in the house and uh, and uh, and yeah, he he took me to some some restaurants as well. So I've been, I've seen a bit of. 
of Minneapolis as well. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's a, uh, he's been a great, great, uh, great guy to be, to share, share a house with. Give, give me some gossip here, Tamo. Is Robin, is he a tidy human being? Is he messy? What's he like? No, I think he's just a perfect, <laughs> perfect human being. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with him. He's a, yeah, yeah. I can't, can't give any gossips. I don't, I don't have any about him. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, it's, it's wonderful to hear that you're settling in so well in the Twin Cities. Uh, you will continue to discover it is a sensational place to live and, and everyone's very, very happy to have you. Um, let's talk football then, shall we? Um, you got the chance to make your Allianz Field debut uh, in a game against Austin FC. I think the less we talk about that game, the better. But talk to me about what your first impressions were of the facilities, of the atmosphere and the whole match day experience at Allianz Field, because it's quite something, isn't it? It is. It's, uh, the atmosphere was was amazing. Uh, didn't really know what to expect. I, I heard good things about the the atmosphere and the stadium. We when when I came here to sign me, uh, me my wife and my agent, we were in the stadium, so I could see already it's a nice looking stadium. And uh, and but obviously it was empty back then, so didn't know what to what to expect in the game. And uh, but the atmosphere was great. Uh, even even we were, we were losing, they they tried to cheer us up and uh, that's that's great uh, great to see and obviously the game didn't go go as we hoped and uh, it was a tough tough loss but uh, it was a great experience for me to do to my my uh, debut over there but uh, obviously yes we still haven't won all my time there and I heard it this season not not too much either so I think that's something we we need to change as, as soon as possible. Yeah, you might want to start learning the lyrics to Wonderwall, Damu. Just a little <laughs> bit of advice there for you. Um, talk to me, though, about the stadium itself, because you have plied your trade all over European football, and there are some spectacular stadiums on that continent, don't get me wrong, but Allianz Field feels, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, but it feels almost, it feels almost German, it feels almost Central European in its architecture, but also the match day experience as well. Um, Talk to me about that, and then, as I say, that the facilities themselves, the attention to detail in the the nicer parts of the stadium, how much they do for the supporters on a match day, how much the supporters do for the club on a match day as well. Um, it's just a sensational experience. It is for sure, and uh, I really like the is it standing stand behind the how do yes. you call it? Yeah, but yes. that's something we don't we didn't have in the. In England, uh, uh, but, but I remember from my times in in Denmark, we had it. It's uh, I think it's somehow raised the atmosphere having that uh, that in a stadium and uh, to have a have a good atmosphere there. But yeah, haven't like seen too much the stadium yet. But uh, what I've seen, uh, I think it's a really class stadium and uh, and can't actually wait to get my family there as well and see see the games from there and. Uh, but yeah, it's great to see see how 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 good the stadium and how good the atmosphere is is over there. But like I said, I think uh, we need to give give something back for the for the atmosphere as well with the results. Absolutely. Um, so let's then fast forward after your official MLS <clears throat> debut to a game at Houston Dynamo. There was a lot made of the potential partnership between yourself and Emmanuel Reynoso. 
and it seemed to click fairly quickly. Talk me through the goal that you scored in Houston. For me, it was a typical Temu Puki goal. I think you, you can name that. Um, scored a few of those before as well. Uh, yeah, uh, I've heard about good, really good about uh, Reynoso before coming here, and, and and they they told me I will I will love love to play with him, and uh, and I I think uh, it's true. It's he's really really class player, some, uh, so I can't wait to even like get a better connection. Obviously, it's been been here two weeks, so we haven't had that that much time on the pitch, but you could already see see something that why it could be. In, in the future with him so so obviously it was a great goal uh i could see see him getting the ball so i kind of started my run before before happening and 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 the turn he did uh, kind of surprised me as well <laughs> but but i think it surprised everyone else in the stadium as well because i was so alone in the in the middle and great pass and uh and yeah and uh, and a solid finish as well so, so it was a great goal an important goal as well to 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 get that two nil so early so because i think before us scoring the first goal the user was pretty much like uh on top of the game so it was uh important to get those goals to to get the threshold is that the type of goal that fans can expect to see from you on a regular basis in Major League Soccer, Tamer? And what I mean by that is you playing off the shoulder against a high-line opposition. Is that what we can expect to see? Yeah, I think uh, that's something suits suits my game well. Um, I, if I would say my strength in in football, it's, it's the movement. I try to to find the places to 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 do my runs, and uh, and and that's a, that's a good example of the goals. What what could be? Of, of course, can score different type of goals as well. But that's uh, that's definitely one of my strengths. Now, whilst we're on the subject of Emmanuel Reynoso, you were legitimately right in front of the goal that he scored against LAFC, and the build-up that came with it. Talk me through that because at times it was majestic. It was a wonderful call, yeah. Obviously, the, how they they played with each other in such a such a small spaces and uh, and 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 the last pass from Gervin and and, and the finish. Uh, uh, it was a it was a great goal, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it was uh, important as well. Uh, we just uh, conceded one nil, so it was. Really, really important to 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 score fast to 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 get game even and and what a goal it was. That leads me into my next question in terms of the standard of playing Major League Soccer. Has it surprised you so far? Not really. I knew knew it's a it's a it it, it has got better and better in uh, in last couple of years. And I knew it's a quite physical physical league and. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's quite much uh, what I what I expected, and uh, yeah, uh, still, uh, still some work with me to to get perfectly fit. Obviously, it was a, a summer break with the, uh, before before signing here, but uh, we're working hard hard on the training pitch, and hopefully, I'm 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 there where I wanna be soon. And uh, and but yeah, it, it's 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 not easy league. It's a it's a tough league. So so you, I need to be on my best to to do well here. Uh, what we'll do, Temo, is we will concentrate a little bit on uh, your experience in European football here shortly. But I want to go to some fan questions here because we have 
a whole host coming in for you. Yeah. Um, this one comes from Heather, who says, you're obviously a football player, but Minnesota is a big hockey state. Are you a hockey fan and do you play yourself? I, I follow hockey. I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a hockey fan, but uh, but uh, for sure I want to go and see see some NHL games. Uh, being here, uh, we see Finland's been doing well well lately, and we have some great players in uh, in NHL. So so for sure I'll be following uh, Minnesota Wild now. Uh, bit sad there's not too many Finnish players anymore. There used to be quite a lot here. So so. Uh, so that's uh, that's not uh, that's not perfect scenario, but uh, but hopefully hopefully they could sign a, a couple couple now. I'm sure the club will get you to a couple of wild games for sure. <laughs> it's it's a very very good experience. Um, this next question comes from Guy G. He says, "Do you have a favorite goal or goals from previous seasons?" I would say uh, one of my favorite goals. One of them is uh, for sure. We with Finland, we played against Liechtenstein the day we uh, we qualified to Euros for the first time. Uh, it was a penalty, but uh, who, who cares? But the, to score score that two two nil goal was uh, kind of the last thing. Like after that, they couldn't couldn't come back, and it was important uh, important goal for 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 the whole country to to, to go Euros. So that that's. One for sure, and uh, and then I would say the the hat trick in the Premier League, home home debut with uh, with Norwich against Newcastle, and and the first goal out of those three was a volley after after corner to the top corner. So that's uh, that's probably one of my best goals uh, in my career. I remember that goal. What 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 does it feel like when you when you connect with a ball as sweetly as you did? Do, do you know instantly that's going in? Yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, uh, and uh, I haven't scored too many many uh, beauties in my my career, so it was a it was a nice feeling when I saw saw it coming in, and and and, and yeah, the, the atmosphere on that day was uh, something else as well in 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 Norwich. Yeah. Um, so let's let's focus then on on your time overseas, shall we? Um, you have scored goals wherever you've been, whether it's been with Celtic, with Schalke Nulfir, with, with Norwich City. Is there a specific moment in your career that you identify as your favourite and you look back fondly on? Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, had great time in, in Denmark before going to, to, going to, to Norwich, but that... I would say the first four years in, in, uh, in Norwich was the, probably the best best time for me as a as a football player uh to uh, i kind of maybe as a as a young player i had a dream of playing in the premier league but somehow i kind of gave it away i didn't think i would uh <laughs> on my time in denmark i didn't think i would uh play in the premier league but to get that that chances with with norwich it was uh it was uh brilliant for me and 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 to score goals as well in the premier league it was uh it was a great time, and then those two seasons in the championship when we won the league, it was uh, uh, really was enjoying football at the time. Yeah, it was a nice, uh, good team with the good teammates as well. It was a great team we had over there, and and and, and the best time on my my football career as well. Uh, I was going to ask you this, but I'll I'll let uh, one of our season ticket members 
uh, ask it as well. Uh, a chap called Aaron, uh, who asks, who is the best player that you've played with? Who's the best player I've played with? <laughs> uh, uh, that's hard, hard question. Uh, I would say... On my Schalke time, we had uh, Farfan. He was from, he's from Peru. He was uh, yes. he was some player. Uh, I think it was the season before I went there. They were playing Champions League semi final, and uh, he was uh, he was great player. And obviously, we had Raúl in the team as well. Huntelas, I'm great, <laughs> great striker. So it was uh, great to 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 learn from those guys. And and yeah. I think I would say him as the as the best. Uh, okay, so then I will ask you: Who is the best player you've played against? Best player I've played against. I, I would say I had the hardest time against Van Dijk. He was a centre back mm. and uh, for Liverpool, and uh, for some reason I was always trying to go to this other centre back. So I didn't have to be close close with him. <laughs> I, I actually. Played with him in Celtic, so so we knew each other, and he's a he's a great guy. But uh, especially on, on those seasons, he was he was uh, so good. It was uh, I remember playing against him. Uh, it was a tough tough afternoon uh, against him, and uh, and uh, he, he, he it's it's not easy to play against him. So what makes it so difficult to go up against somebody like him then? Because he he seems to be the complete forward. It, it, it doesn't really matter. It seems like if you go with your back to him, if you're running at him, he always seems to have an answer. So, so in your mind, when you're going up against him and it hasn't gone well for 10 minutes or so, what are you thinking to yourself? How do you get the better of someone like that? Yeah, it's hard. Like I said, let's go to the other, other centre-back and hope, hope it goes better against <laughs> him. Uh, no, he's, yeah, he's quite complete. He's a footballer. He's fast, strong and good with the ball as well. So... So it was. Uh, it's it's not easy, and uh, and he showed it now for last last couple four or five years as well in Liverpool that he's he's one of the best centre backs in the world. And uh, yeah, so I think yeah, it's not not easy to play play a top player against like him. No, not at all. And you've had your first share of games against top players, particularly when you're playing for the Finland national team as well. All-time record goal scorer for the Finland national team, by the way, for those who are unaware. I'm assuming, Teemu, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Euro 2024 is on your mindset and a goal of yours, correct? Yeah, that's. Uh, I would say it's still, it's probably the biggest dream for me as a football player. Uh, it, it was the dream to get to Finland to the major tournament and we did it last time uh, to go Euros, but the Euros, it was because of COVID as well. It was postponed and it was not for the full full stadiums at the time. So, so I really want to experience Euros as it is normally. And uh, now it would, would be in, in Germany. I think it would be a, the atmosphere would be a, a crazy. And uh, that's something I want to be part of and, and and do better than we did last time in, in, in Euros as well. So, so we're in a good place in our group now, but the... But there's still six six important games to to we have to play, and uh, and hopefully we can we can make it again. With that in the mindset, what's the aim for you this season in Major League Soccer? Because we've already played 
two thirds of the season. Now we have this brand new Leagues Cup to look forward to. And I'll ask you about that in a bit. But with the third of the remaining MLS season in front of us, what, what are your aims? Yeah, obviously uh, we are not too far away from playoffs. So I think that's that's something we as a team want that I want to help help us to achieve that and uh, and to score goals. That's uh, that's the striker's job. So that's the best way to to help the team and uh, and hopefully I can I can help help with my my goals to to team achieve the targets they they have set set before and uh, and but yeah. Uh, it's still, I don't know how many games games to go, but uh, mm. but I, I try to try to do my best to score as many goals as I can. And then, so looking ahead to the forthcoming Leeds Cup, as I said, it's the first time this has ever been done. Um, I can't imagine you've played against many Mexican oppositions before. So, what are you expecting, and and, and what are the expectations for you and Minnesota United in Leeds Cup? Yeah. To be honest, I don't think I ever played against the Mexican team, so it will be a first <laughs> first ex- experience for me. Uh, don't really know what to expect. Uh, I, I would guess it's it's a good team, uh, and it will be a tough tough test for us. But uh, yeah, it's hard to say what to expect because I yeah obviously it's new for everyone. But yeah. I just heard about it <laughs> week week ago, so didn't even know uh, that's uh, that's the thing here. But uh, but it's. I think it's important to to get the game time and 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 to play with the with the teammates more more in every game. So I uh, hope it will help us to to for me to get to know guys better and then to know me. So so we'll have help help in a in a long run. Uh, the more more we play with each other and I mean obviously every time you go on a pitch you go go to win games. So. So, so I hope uh, we can do well, well in that uh, cup as well. We'll go to a couple of fan questions here, and we won't keep you too much longer, Tomu. We understand you've got a lot going on, and you've got some goals to focus on. Clearly, um, let's go to. Uh, I'm just looking at some of the questions that have been sent in here. Uh, this is from Mary, who has been a season ticket holder since 2021. Uh, she says, "Now that you're in Minnesota, we're all excited to have you team up with Robin Lutz." Uh, you've obviously got experience with him on the national team. What is he like to play with? And do you think his experience will translate over to your experience? Yeah, uh, obviously I enjoyed playing with Robin a lot in national team. We, we always had a good connection uh, on the pitch and and yeah, off the pitch as well. We are really good friends. And uh, and so, so I can't um, wait to play with him. It's sad that he's injured at the moment, but... Uh, but I know we will uh, click together well in on the pitch, so he will uh, for sure uh, give me some good assist as well. So I so can't wait to play with him, and uh, and hopefully he he will get uh, fit as soon as he can, and and we can we can uh, play with each other again. And obviously he he have had really good experience here, so so the way he speaks about the club and about the the city, it, uh, it's praising uh, praising praising everything a lot so so i hope uh, we can have as good uh, good uh, experience as he, as he has had here so so and yeah looking forward to to spend spend with with him on the pitch and off the pitch as well uh, this next question comes from Zach from Burnsville 
Uh, he said, at what point in your life did you decide to become a professional soccer player? When did you realise that it was a possibility? I think it was, as a youth, youth football player, you start getting like invites to the national team camps. That's around 15, 14, 14, 15 years old. I think it's 14. And that's the first time I think I started to think about we, with the first national team games we, we had, we were like under 15 playing against Wales and Sweden. I remember, and I remember scoring a couple goals against each, both, both teams. And uh, that was the first, I think the first time when some scouts from Europe started to like raise interest in me. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I think we were like 16 or 17. We went, I went to Chelsea as a, like to the, kind of try out to, to go and see see there uh, how how and and I did well well I think they wanted me to come back back for for other 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 tryout but uh, we were playing in Finland at the time so it was not something I wanted to do at the time and but but to get interest from those kind of clubs I think that's uh, that's when you start to think it could be a it could be my like to do this for for my job as well and uh, yeah so i would say 15 16 that's that stage when i i, I realized i could uh, i could do it as a, as a professional football this uh, next question Tamu, comes from mark in st paul he says now you've played three games what's your impression of the pitch on pitch chemistry between you and your teammates yeah uh, it's there's been good good uh, good stuff and uh, obviously it, it takes time it's never never so easy when the new player comes uh, so everyone kind of still learning each other how, what what everyone is doing on the pitch uh, and uh, and but I can see it developing all every day on the training pitch and on the game so so I hope uh, uh, in next couple of weeks when we have a couple more games and, and more training sessions will uh, get even better and I, I, I have a feeling I will enjoy playing with the guys we, we have in our team. The next question comes from Oscar in North Mankato. He said, this question is actually from Logan, who's 12, and Luis Gonzalez, who is eight. Uh, they say, we're super excited that you're joining our team. If you go to the Minnesota Fair, uh, which food are you trying first? Uh, if you have an extra jersey, they'll gladly accept it as well. <laughs> but I think the question is about food and the Minnesotan State Fair, which is a, a yearly event, which is wonderful in the state of Minnesota. Uh, I, I guess the question is food. What are you excited <laughs> to try? What have you tried? Uh, to be honest, I think it was Robin said, told me about the fair yesterday or two days ago. And he said there's loads of food. So that's the only knowledge of, of what wood is that, that there's a lot of food. So I think there's a lot there's a, I can pick from, from many options. So don't know what kind of food is there, but uh, can't wait, uh, wait to go there. I, I want to experience that because I've heard it's a, it's a great, uh, great fair. And, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I will uh, for sure take my family there. This one comes from Kaylee on the subject of food. And she said, what's the best Finnish food? Finnish food. What what is I I think they say the meatballs are Swedish, but <laughs> but I, I I like meatballs and we do that in Finland as well. So 
So that's and and, and the good Finnish salmon is good as well. Wonderful. Um, so last uh, major question from myself, Damo. Um, I think you mentioned it a little earlier on, but I'd love to go deeper into it. That the proudest moment you have had in football, it, it seems like it was representing Finland at a major tournament. What was that like for you personally when you were hearing the national anthem played and you've got your teammates alongside you? You know the whole country is watching at that point. The whole world is watching. What was that like for you personally? Yeah, I was. I was. I, I got injured just before before the Euros in our last game for Norwich, or second last in the season before. So I injured my ankle a little bit. So there was a moment when when physios told me I, it could be uh, like too fast to to get fit for the Euros and. Uh, but eventually we we did great work with the with the Finnish Finnish physio uh, for national team to get me get me fit. But I still had to play with the taped taped angle, which is uh, not nice. But to be able to because I already had that sadness about maybe not going to Euros. Even we we did great job to qualify, and and then then I was told like maybe I'm it would be too early. Uh, so. So to, to be able to make it and and be fit and and to be on the starting starting eleven on on that pitch, uh, we played in in Denmark against uh, yeah in Park and against Denmark in in Copenhagen, and especially I, I had four great great years over there, so it was a home home for me before that, and uh, yeah, it was something something I dreamt dreamed to my my whole life as a football player. To, to to be able to do that and and obviously we had a great team uh, uh, it was a we knew knew each other from really long time so we were like that team played many years with each other and, and to be able to share that with the with with good friends it was uh, something special and uh, obviously that game was the the game uh, Christian Eriksen got that uh, heart, uh, heart heart problem so it was a mm. it was a tough tough I was a toughest game in my life like to have that euphoria to go have that like first ever euro game and then something like that happen and then yeah. you don't know what's going on with him and, uh, and and then but then be able to then we we kind of said like whatever Denmark wants to do we do uh, and yeah. then then uh, the decision was taken that we keep playing but it was still hard to think about football and and do that but we we won that game and, and but i remember after the game it didn't feel like winning winning a game mm-hmm. because it was just a so sad day overall because still after the game we we barely knew what's going on we just knew he's alive but uh yeah. but uh yeah it still rem- brings me uh like goosebumps and stuff like it was a it was a tough 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 game but yeah, it was a great experience to to go Euros and to be able to play there for sure. And like I said, that that's the next dream is to go Euros, but do do better than we did last time is and 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 play well over there and, and maybe even go through the group stage and and do the do the real games. Absolutely. Um, well, Thamir, look, thank you so much for the time. Uh, I know there's a lot of fans who really really appreciate hearing from you. Before we let you go, if you wouldn't mind, uh, a little message to the fans. Yeah, hi, all the fans. Uh, uh, it's been great welcome from you guys to to me, and uh, I've enjoyed my first first two weeks 
here here a lot and uh, been happy happy to see so many of you in 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 our home games and and yeah hopefully we can uh, we can turn turn this season to the better and and start start winning more games at home and uh, the atmosphere you do you really you really deserve that so so let's let's keep the same same atmosphere on the on the stadium and uh, we promise we will uh, improve our game and and get some some better results wonderful Tomu Puki, thank you so much really really appreciate it and thank you to all the season ticket members who have joined us here today uh, Minnesota United of course in the league's cup over the course of the next couple of weeks in the group that contains Chicago Fire and Puebla for all the latest on that and even more news on League's Cup and Major League Soccer, make sure you log on to nnufc.com from all of us here. Thanks for joining us and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Sound of the Loons podcast presented by Alina Health. Minnesota United, of course, with plenty of football on the horizon, including the brand new League's Cup, which you can watch exclusively on Apple TV. Tickets still available at mnufc.com slash tickets on Sunday at 8pm Central, Minnesota United hosting Puebla of Liga MX. Thanks for letting me guest host the Sound of the Loons podcast once again. Next week, you'll be treated to the dulcet tones of Steve McPherson. From all of us here, thanks for listening. We'll speak to you soon.